0: Say it again. Hit <laughs> <laughs> hey me again. Good afternoon. Afternoon, buddy. How you doing? Doing good. Episode 013, Lodestone, True North, we are taking businesses from broken to smoking. Hence the name of the podcast, right? Business right. Broken to Smokin'. So,
1: uh, hit us with a song. Right. You ready for this one? I am ready. This is yep. part of our theme today. Okay. Sing my way I'm going to pour my own. Is that good? <laughs> yeah. My way
0: yeah.
1: sure. Make myself a put my good Stop being influenced by fools. Episode 13, buddy. And if it doesn't go well, I'll retitle it to 14. Okay. <laughs> Can't keep track of it no more. All
0: right, so... This song is very important today. Uh, we're going to be talking about strategy, strategery, strategery, as they say. But before we do, uh, I want to do a shout out here. So I got here a bottle of New Riff uh, Single Barrel Rye Sour Mash. Excellent. Uh, let's see if we can get this. in there we go, new riff. So new riff. Um, I'm working with an individual there, uh, who is a really, really good ops guy. And we did a bunch of work together. We're doing mm-hmm. some executive coaching. Great guy. And uh, he sent me, not sent me. You can't send this stuff in the mail. No, you can't. So we sat down for breakfast. He got me this. I don't know if you can see this. It says it's got an etching, lodestone, true north. Show it to the got upstairs my... camera, and uh, I'll zoom so in on it. Well, that was oh, the one the Yeah. See so, um, if you're looking to, uh, and this is not, this is not a sponsorship, I guess, but look at this bottle. It's so cool. They did a great job having this bottle designed. Anyway, he had my logo etched on it and gave me this bottle as a gift, and it's really sweet. So, and it's really good rye. Uh, by the way, um, I used to really like rye, and then I kind of got away from it. Uh, and this is uh, getting me back to it, just saying. All right. So, there we go. So, if you're looking for a good bottle of rye, or if you need to uh, brand some bottles for your company, give New Riff a call, and uh, talk to Danny Gorman. He'll set you up. I'll put their info in the comments Yeah. below, or in the description. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of businesses and such, I want to talk about strategy today uh and that song by Dylan gonna change my way of thinking uh is a little bit of a setup we are going to talk about changing how we think uh and change and strategy is this well there's a lot of different ways that people Define strategy. There's a lot of wicked smart people out there that Mm -hmm. define strategy really differently. And Shane, I bet if you did a uh, Google search on the meaning of the word strategy or what is is strategy or how do you define strategy, Mm -hmm. you'll probably get 10 PhDs with 10 different definitions of what strategy means. I'm guessing. Yeah, there's a lot. You got anything... Do you want me to Yeah, give me a couple? Um, they're articles. <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute. Oh, oh, there are a couple different. All right, that's it. what's good. But if I try to go to what does Wikipedia say strategy is not that I care. <laughs> Which, look, I w- mean, there's w- Wic- doing anything around Wikipedia. Wikipedia, I guess, yeah. All right, isn't that uh, a thing? That's it, a thing, it's still
1: a thing, but you know what? It's not even in the top 10 results. Mm. On the, I'm just gonna go to good old Merriam Webster, okay. All right. Um, this is a long, uh, you you're, you're ready? Yeah. You're ready? Okay. Uh, the science and art of employing the political, economic, psychological, and military forces of a nation or group
0: okay. of nations
1: to afford the maximum support to adopt the policies in peace or war. Okay, that's one okay. strategy. Okay. Um, the science and art of military can be Okay. Um, a variety or, of or instance of the use of strategy. Are you allowed that, to do that? Yeah, no, that's dumb. You that's can't, not right. Yeah. You can't use the word in defining uh, the word. Hey,
0: honey, I love you. What do you mean by that's, that? You know, love. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's like... Uh, you're repeating yourself. <laughs> I'm kind of... I'm really disappointed. <laughs> the art of devising or employing
0: plans or stratagems. Again. I, I, this is this is quite a surprise, every, so Webster. The, the uh, Mark Twain um, quote, which is... Um, he says... Um, he says uh, something about uh, fools and congressmen. But I repeat myself. <laughs> something uh, like that. Have you heard, no, that I girl? don't remember that. Uh, but, I, but, but I, but I, it, yeah. I yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. This was a fail on the definition yeah. thing. You got so anything you're else. <sighs>
0: Let me, you, so this is why do you keep talking? Like, this is like, making my keep point. Keep talking. Yeah, Which it is, is actually, When people I say, did. "Hey, what's your strategy?" Right. Like, it, who knows? We what, can't even, even, what
1: we mean by that? We can't even find a good definition of strategy. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a good definition of strategy?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, how it is we plan on doing that thing? I was going to say the thing. <laughs> I was going to. You might say, or you might say, "Hey, where are you going over there?" Well. How are you going to get there? Mm-hmm. All right. And that's it. That's just, it's an answer. Now, this is, again, really 40 people right, have 40 right. definitions. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're going to have to simplify as a business owner mm-hmm. these these words. Um, as in, all right, how are we going to get there? Or what's our strategy? Um, what is it? Now, um, what I'm going to talk about today about ways... A, a few simple ways to define strategy in a, in, a, in a way that you can actually do something about uh, or what your idea is, what the concept is, what your theory is. That's another way to kind of describe it. Um, why do you think this is going to work? Or explain how this works. So uh, with clients, I'll say, um, how does your business work? Uh, so an example of strategy from, uh, st- I believe, Starbucks, I've used this example. I think there's a book called The Third Place. I think he wrote a book called Third Place, uh, tr- Mr. Schultz. Yeah. That I think sounds, he did, right? That sounds right. Anyway, so this is an example of strategy. Mm-hmm. So Starbucks said, you know, our strategy is we're going to provide the third place for people. The at first a, place at is At a premium price. home. Second place is work. Third place is Starbucks. Right uh and 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 that's what we do. And that's that's also a great way to say strategy is what you do. It's the answer to the question what is it that we are in the business of?
1: There I found a definition it's still military okay. oriented but mm-hmm. um it kind of helps a little bit. So, you know, thinking military usage. Mm-hmm. A distinction is made between strategy and tactics. Yeah. Okay. So that's something I'll that we'll probably talk about. So strategy is the u- utilization um, of all a nation's forces through large-scale, long-range planning and development. Mm-hmm. So big so picture. Big picture stuff. The mm-hmm. tactics deals with the use of deployment of troops in actual combat. Mm-hmm. So
0: okay. that helps. So day in, day out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could say your day job. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a great scene. I use this as examples when my clients sometimes get them see this, if, of, a, of a movie movie. Uh, I think it was HBO series or three movies about Winston Churchill, uh, the kind of the run up to the war, during the war, after the war. I think it was like Calm Before the Storm, Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour is so good. Uh, Have you seen all three of them? No. I've I've only found that one so far. Oh, uh, they're good. Oh, my gosh. They're great. So, it, and that's the one where you see them go down into the basement mm-hmm. under, right. I think, it's number 10 Downing Street, I think is where their war room was. Yeah. Well, I use, I try to teach two lessons out of that. Yeah. I'm not sure how, if any of them land, but two lessons. One is, hey, business, where's your war room? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. where is it that you go to figure things out? And then come back and say, did we do it? And if not, why not? What are we going to do different? And then go do it and then come back. You know, think of it as a clubhouse, you know, to where the gang gets together and decides stuff. And has- Not everybody had access to the war room. That's right. Only the, the most important people. Yeah, the
1: people that had a voice. Right. That had a skin in the game. And so there was a lot of people working down there. But That's not right.
0: in the war room. That's right. And it was, you did not go in there. That's right. There was... Yeah, you had to be kind of quote-unquote somewhat special to get in there. But the point is, A, have a war room. Mm-hmm. So as far as strategy, where you're going, how are we going to do this? You know, if that's that place we're headed, how, what is it that we do that's going to get us there? What what are we in the business of? Um, so in that movie, uh, first they had a war room. Second, then that was a takeaway. Second is... Um, you see in this war room, this representation, a map, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word? Like when you have a, a model. That's a model. It was a scale It was, scale. Model. It was yeah. kind of the scale. And there were little, you know, um, figurines, mm-hmm. if you will. And there was like a tank or a truck or a dude. You know, so this is the army or this division or that division. And they had different colored little stick flags representing different units across the European... Uh, theater, right? and they're getting
1: reports right. and updating them, yeah. as much as possible, yeah. And in they're standing time. there
0: looking at that thing and going, "Well, if this, if we did this and we moved that, and this guy went over, and that thing went over there, would it, that's what we should do?" No, no, no. And they have a big fight. And at one point, they it. had to
1: ask one group of soldiers to, in darkest hour, yeah, to to uh, protect, to keep fighting, oh. so everybody else could get out. That's right. Knowing
0: that they weren't wasn't that Dunkirk? It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they weren't going to make it out that's right that was a it's, crazy oh crazy God. story oh man and all uh-huh. the civilians got in their boats and 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 flew and mm-hmm. cruised Multiple, on trips. over yeah, yeah. it was submarines shooting yeah. down, you know sinking them and all that oh, yeah. oh my goodness what a yeah. crazy setup guys in fishing boats uh little kind of uh
1: literally and all boat. hands
0: on deck oh man <laughs> it's an you amazing know? amazing um, movie amazing story Mm-hmm. And they and they got m- almost all of them out. So I think it was wasn't it eight hundred or three hundred thousand or eight hundred thousand? I don't remember. The it was number, a massive number. It was a troops. lot of lot of pe- lot of soldiers. And they thought right. they were going to lose them all, right? Right. And they got them, almost all of them out. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. So, but so uh, anyway, what, so strategy. Yes. Right?
1: Well, before you go to that, so what would a like a business war room look like? Well. I mean, we know what it looked
0: like in that movie. Yeah.
1: Anybody that's seen the movie.
0: Well, uh, I think it's gotta be a like place where you're if you if you say the people with their hands on the levers and switches. Mm-hmm. All right. So so when a client comes to me and says, or a future client, let's put it that way, mm-hmm. they say, Well, Mark, you know, oh, <laughs> they,
1: they talk just like that. <laughs> do they talk like that and they shake their head and they do the yeah. ducky lips? Yeah. I mean,
0: that's, that's, <laughs> you I'm, haven't noticed that? Not at, <laughs> Yeah, so yes. they're like, well, who should yeah. we bring? That's always of who. What that a big, is the yeah big question, and it's usually too many. Yes, yeah, their that first is, instinct is, is too many, right? Uh, generally, so and and actually, uh, generally, I'm and I say most of the time, not always, but most of the time, small businesses. I'm going to say five to fifty employees or so. Mm. That's a big broad brush there, but. They have too many people sitting at the table. They Their instinct is too broad when mm-hmm. it comes to who is going to help us run this business. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is, I, I can think off the top of my head, four or five clients that have four or five people on their, quote, leadership team. And they have... 10 or 15 employees. It's like a third of their business is on the leadership. So it's kind of like they've. Like, well, what is this? The leadership cabal? I mean, this is like some sort of, you know, club, the leadership (laughs) club. I mean. Like maybe 10 uh,
1: years from now, you need that many people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But. Not quite yet. The way I like to say it, ask is, um, well, do these people have their hands on the levers and switches? What do you mean by that? Okay. Well, can they fire someone? make decisions yeah well and they don't really even at early they don't even know what that means right which is really strange because they're running this business making all kind of decisions but we say do you have people that can make decisions oh is that because they're in this
1: transition of going you know the entrepreneur is doing all the work i think so and they're kind of transitioning to starting to give that to other people and
0: that may, that may I be think part so. of it
1: with some some businesses. I think it's
0: part of it. You know, uh, I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, I think it's yeah. part of it. I think it's also part of it is they are traumatized. Mm. I, I I literally think mm. they are in shock. They're just they just oh, fog. That's good. They yeah. just can't. They literally can't see what mm-hmm. they're doing, mm-hmm. and they're so used no objectivity. To it. Yeah, yep. they're used to it. They're lost. Uh, a little bit. They've lost their objectivity. They're not mm-hmm. lost. Lost. I mean, they're smart folks, hardworking folks, but they have um, they have a hard time seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know. So, so back to the war room. Yeah. You're so, inviting just a few people. So it's got to be people with skin in the game. Mm-hmm. They are going to own some results. They have to have a. Their hands on levers and switches, a lot of times they don't know how to answer that. Mm-hmm. And so I'll say, can they write a check mm-hmm. without asking somebody mm-hmm. or with with vigor? <laughs> you know, <are> they, <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm talking like, you know, hey, uh, they come in the room going, hey, I bought that thing for 8000 bucks." Oh, well, you know, okay, that's vigor. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, hey, I fired that guy. Okay. You know, that that's you. You're allowed to do that. You know, so if you can fire somebody, not hire, because a lot of times there are a lot of people, well, there's a lot of people who can say no um, in an organization, but not very many that can say yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, okay, we're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of people that are, act as gatekeepers, so to speak, uh, but not very many people have the green light switch. Mm-hmm. You know, let's do that, Bam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so that's a that's a good litmus test. Uh and and really in a smaller business a lot of times now it often shouldn't be. And this is the problem with a lot of leadership teams is you're bringing people to the table but you're not letting them do anything. They really don't have Yeah, the, they have a voice um, but no power. Mhm. And that is not, like, that's just confusing. It's not cool. Not cool. It's not productive. It's not helpful. Well, it might be a little helpful because so they've got an opinion. They have some observations and so forth and so on. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, but bringing them to the table without any power, without any authority, really without ownership. And at the root, kind of the other side of the coin of ownership is accountability. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you own the thing... If you're well, let me back up. So if yep. you're being held accountable for the thing, you got to own quote own the thing, own the not results. as in like dollar owning, yeah. but like be able to you're s- say yes or no. Be able to dispatch finances, dispatch mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. Uh, change finances and people and other tools and equipment and processes and so forth. Uh, you got to be able to say yes and no and and all that. And have have levers and switches. Um, so a lot of times, a leadership team or an owner or an, a leader doesn't they don 't have that very clear they they kind of think they kind of do, but when you drill down a little bit it 's pretty muddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so going back to the war room, you want the folks that have their hands on the levers and switches in the war room mm-hmm. or have access to the war room. The war room is very simply the place where you 're keeping all your big ideas on the wall, you 're keeping the map hey that 's where we 're headed. To the quote land of awesome. Okay, put put a map up. It's there. Yeah, it's there. So you wanna be able to look at it and agree and point to it mm-hmm. and have it be super simple. Something tangible. Like, that's it. Yeah. And you're like, no, Bob, you're pointing at the wrong thing. No, I'm not. That's it. <laughs> and you gotta be able to fight about it, argue about it, and mm-hmm. and press on it and make sure it's truly the thing. And it's gotta be tangible. Mm-hmm. You know, this is yeah. in the book I'm working on. Um, uh, we gotta create tangible pathways. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to cast a vision and have people go, oh, I see it, you know. And so you got to write down or paint a picture of the vision in a way that people can kind of put their hands on it mm-hmm. and point at it and reference it. Uh, otherwise, it's residing in various people's heads. And trust me. It's in there differently, and everybody's yeah. a little differently, yeah, for sure. You know, they're like, "Oh, I thought we were doing that." You know, like everybody's got to be reading from the same hymnal, mm-hmm. so to speak, singing mm-hmm. from the same hymnal. Yep. So, a war room needs to be um, a limited access place. It needs to be a special room. I like to think of it as, well, one way to think of it, and this is from you know from our childhood. We have the same principle in. Elementary school. Mm-hmm. Mr. Poole. Mr. Poole. Yeah, was he's a great guy. A I ran fantastic into person. At my mom's funeral, I his wife came, Was she there? I think she was there. Oh, I didn't yeah. see her. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, he was great. We both really have valued him. but Oh, yeah. Um, If you if he came and got you and said, come into my office, I need to talk to you. <laughs> You're like, rah, <"Row>, rah. I <laughs> you know? poop my pants. Yeah, it's like, uh... <laughs> really and actually that you know that did happen i think i need <laughs> to go home you know? I, couldn't. <laughs>
1: I yeah he actually yeah he had a little accident uh, well no i didn't put my pants i got
0: <laughs> oh you got called in there yeah let yeah. me clarify yeah
1: I dude did i got called in there a few times i got called and even on the playground I got pulled yeah, aside yeah. like hey shane we need to have a little talk yeah just because i brought my pocket knife with me yeah i guess that wasn't oh. allowed but
0: yeah uh-huh, there you go well so yeah the principal's office it's an authoritative it's a place of authority Absolutely. it's a place of mm-hmm. decisiveness it's a place of hey this is how things are going to go mm-hmm. you know it's a place of ownership and mm-hmm. accountability it's a place that like this is you know i'm running this thing and you're going to have to do it the way i want you know and that's an e- it sounds like an egotistical thing to say but in a business I was like, dude, if you own this business and you're not running it, you should quit. You should sell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I got, yeah. I got somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll turn you on to a guy that can help you sell the business um, because you're not running it anyway. You know, at that point, so you need to have a lot. Of, and a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. Actually, Mr. Poole was good. I was
1: thinking about that. Yeah. You know, he did not run that school like uh, a hard edged authoritarian, mm-hmm. yeah. which you're talking about with business. You know, you don't.
0: If yeah.
1: You, but he, you know, if he had to pull you aside, like, hey, hey, Mark, we need to have a little talk.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> pull you aside so it's not like in front of everybody. Yeah. A we'll, little we'll chat. Mm-hmm. We need to fix this.
0: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: That's well, a great and power, way?
0: Our is, and I'm not talking about. There's a lot of ways to wield influence. Right. Some are good and some are bad. Mm-hmm. You know. But at the end of the day, if it's your organization, you've got to steer it. Right. It's or or someone's going. Someone else is gonna and they and it's gonna be, and they don't own the results. Mm-hmm. You do. So anyway, that so would the, be a bad situation to be in. So the people, right? It. It's. I see it. I see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how often, but way too often. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, that authority gets abdicated. Mm-hmm. Gets kind of like mailed. To you, you have this else. void,
1: authority void. Yeah. And then something's well, going to fill the, it.
0: And the people they're um, mailing it to, mm-hmm. they're mailing the other people are mailing it back. They're right. <laughs> like return to sender. It is. was like, hey. And so I come but, and I'm like, hey, who's, are you like? This is yours. Who's in charge here? Yeah. And they're like, wow, you know, it kind of is mine. Like, no, no, get them papers out. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, it. That's good. I have a client. I, you know, you know, I, you know
1: who know I, you I are. I yeah. <laughs> I am not going to the... say their name. We don't say names ever
0: unless it's a good shout out. But this happens in many family businesses. This happens often, mm. uh, uh, far too often, and it's understandably happens where. There's a transfer. There's a transfer of ownership uh, where one generation or set of people in a generation, it could be a couple brothers, it could mm-hmm. be a mom and a dad, it could be you know, cousins or siblings or whatever. whatever. There's, there's some, where there's a generational or there's a transfer change um, within family members. Okay. And that gets real sticky. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's not, you know, this isn't, this isn't bashing anybody. It just—it's just tough. It's complicated. It's hard to navigate, which is one of the reasons you need a business coach right. in there to help you navigate all right. that stuff because it's tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and I said to this person in the midst of this muddy situation, um, "Hey, if you had purchased." A house. You sign the papers, you owe somebody some money, but it's your house. You got the, you know, you have deed. You know, the deed mm-hmm. has your name on it. Mm-hmm. And it's your house. Mm-hmm. Now it says you owe somebody liens and so forth. Got you, <laughs> but you, But you <laughs> have title to the house. Right. All right. That's what that means. It's mm-hmm. like says my house. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you did that, and the former owner. So think about oh, think about this, the house yeah, yeah, yeah. that you yeah. now I own. Like I don't know, I don't know who you bought it from. When did you buy the house? Oh, something. My house. Yeah. Nineteen ninety eight. Really? I thought yeah. It was early two thousand. Well, okay. we refinanced in the early. 2000s. Well, so my I bought mine in ninety eight <laughs> yeah. as well or ninety nine. All right. Yeah. And so if the former owner kind of kept hanging around there and going, hey,
1: that would be a major issue.
0: Yeah. Major. Right. Yeah. That's and so with this person I'm like cuz that was happening in the business. Oh. Like buddy, didn't you buy this business? Yeah. yeah. And you signed some papers? Yeah. You got them handy? Like can we check those? I mean it was like Can we take a look at those? And I'm literally cuz it kept coming up. Yeah. It kept coming up and up and up. Mm. I'm like, "Well, so so you bought like let me just get this clear. Like I cuz I wasn't there. Um you bought this, right? Yeah. That guy buy it? No. Okay, you need to shut up. I mean, it's like, (laughs) like, you don't own, like, I mean, I think the ownership's a thing here. Now, there's other things that are a thing. Right, right. Okay, but at the end of the day, whoever owns the thing has to give some authority to some other folks Mm -hmm. and can therefore take it back Mm -hmm. if those folks aren't. Uh, for whatever reason. No, wait a second. Right You're being fact. logical here. I mean, well, no. <laughs> yeah, shoot. Okay. Let's just feel our way through this. <laughs> so anyway, so we got to, you got to, and in business is tough, especially family business. You've got to clarify, all right, who truly owns this thing? Mm. We got to start with that. And then who have we hired, whether they're related or owners or not, because owners need to think of themselves as being hired. So owner hat, you put, put, take your owner hat and you go, okay, I'm going to hire that guy. <laughs> and, you, and you switch hats and go, okay, I'll work for you. And they switch hats, thank you, and put this one back on. Like, okay, I'll do a good job. And you know what I'm saying? you got to mentally switch hats mm-hmm. uh, so that you say, I, am I the guy to run this thing? I may not be. That doesn't change ownership, but it'll change Something mm-hmm. you might want to sub this out to somebody better than you. Uh, so anyway, uh, in the war room, you want to have people that truly have a voice with the ability to do something about it mm-hmm. that is clear. Um, and and start off with: Can you hire and fire somebody? Um, do you own a function of the business? You know, so the big functions, three massive primary functions, get work, do work, get paid. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the basic role of a business, great basic. And I would say not just a business, nonprofit. You know, if you have a nonprofit that's got some money and some people and a mission and some folks to organize and some reason to go somewhere, you know, and some stuff to manage, Mm -hmm. you know, get work, do work, get paid. I it's mean, still the same thing. Nonprofits it's, it, need to paycheck just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. They just don't have ownership, like like right actual ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, the board "quote unquote" is the owner, mm-hmm. not re- not really. I mean, they kind of act as that. You know, yeah, yeah. So it depends on your bylaws and all that, but but anyway. So as far as a war room goes, you want the people in there that have ownership. Uh, secondly, uh, the war room ought to be a place of, like, the principal's office where only, like, it's the, everybody else goes in there for big reasons, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, and so. Good and bad. Good and bad. That's right. It's, there's some low hanging fruit there. There's a little process I call, from, from parenting, I call changing the room, you know. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, That's good. So you're going along with your kid and your kid's, like, you know, fussing, uh, maybe at the grocery store or something Mm -hmm. like that. And you're in the aisle. And the kids fussing, and if you take, if you stop, we're like, "Hey, Johnny, little Johnny, little buddy, you know, <laughs> hey, little buddy, yeah, I need you to stop doing that, uh, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. Let, let's see, he's throwing potato chips down the aisle, or a candy, or whatever, or you know, running around, yeah, right. anchovy paste, yeah, right, <laughs> man, that's that that I think that'd be smelly, yeah, would be so." But you know, so you want to address the kid, all right, and say, "Hey, you're saying saying hey, and the message is not getting through." Okay, which little buddy is, is like actually, when you think about it, yeah, that's not quite. You would expect it. that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not they're, they're hearing you. Try you. to talk
1: logically yeah. to a three-year-old. It's
0: yeah. So if you take little buddy, three-year-old, mm-hmm. and you leave the store mm-hmm. uh, and change surroundings, little buddy's going, "Oh, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Something's up," <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Somebody changed the channel, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and just emotionally meant like, I just, I don't know, kind of conceptually our senses go, whoa, what's going on? You know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's all that is. Right. Right. That's, it's super simple where now your faculties are paying more attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a business or in an organization, when you say, uh, Hey, business partner, yeah. What do you say we go get lunch? what's going on? You know, like all of a sudden you're like, I'm all ears, you know, or you say, we need to take a personal retreat together to figure out X, Y, Z. Cool. That, that like you're changing the room and going, Oh, so we're thinking and acting differently here. Yeah. We're going to look differently at this. (laughs) This is strategic. way of thinking, you know, (laughs) it's right. It's It's very strategic. Right. And you're saying, Um, all right, here's how we're going to do this. mm -hmm. Uh, we're going to change the room around so we think differently. Okay. Yesterday, That's we crazy. went out to yeah. breakfast. That's right. And did some good thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the war room has to be, I'm going to use the word protected, but it has to be a special place that you only do uh, high-level things in it. Yeah, uh, Keep strategy on the wall. Keep things like scorecard or things like, here's our big issues that we're going to fix. Or, and here's... Maybe some of our whiteboarding and yeah, how we're definitely have a whiteboard it. in there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, have your major uh, business documents on the wall, not your like not your, your operating agreement or <laughs> your P&L. No. Uh, the documents like, hey, here's our core values. Hey, here's why we're doing this. Um, hey, here's our basic strategy. Flywheel, for example, Jim Collins. Great book, Flywheel mm-hmm. monograph, monologue, mm-hmm. monograph, which one? I think it's it a monograph. Yeah, great, great book. Very small book. But yeah. it's Very powerful. Lots of content. And again, this Very is strategy. Smart. So so uh, Flywheel is a great tool on how to capture, where to populate, how to encapsulate mm-hmm. is the word, the strategy. Visually. Yes, and conceptually. Mm-hmm. That's right, where mm-hmm. you can all point in and go, no, mm-hmm. this is why right. we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And uh, refer to it. That's right. Often. That's right. And make decisions against it. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So uh, tactically Mm -hmm. against the strategy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So your tools are on the wall. Your your basic operating principles Mm -hmm. are on the wall, tools and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, it needs to be creative. It needs to be a space where you can kind of, quote, let your hair down a little bit and have a big fight. You know, if you're not having a fight sort of or conflict. Let's Let fight health, the wrong word. We talked healthy about this conflict. earlier with yeah. healthy yeah.
1: conflict as yeah. opposed to unhealthy
0: conflict. Yeah, where somebody says, Here's what we're gonna do and somebody else needs to go, I think that's a bad idea. Oh well, well how come? Let's, <laughs> talk let's hash it. it out. That's right. Yeah. This is where we that's it's gotta be a safe place to do that. Yeah. So it has to be Firewalled a little mm-hmm. bit from right. the rest of the organization so that they don't go, hey, they're in there fighting. Right. You
1: know? And this, we That's better it. go find another. Yeah. Job. And, and it's going to freak everybody. I've got to update my resume because
0: mm-hmm. things are unstable here. Yeah. We, yeah. You don't want that. So, um, also, it needs to be a safe place to whiteboard things where you don't feel like you're going to step on any HR landmines. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be able to speak freely. In there. And when
1: you're thinking of big ideas, you don't want to unleash all of those big ideas on everybody in the organization yeah. right away. Mm-hmm. You want to flesh it out a little bit, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, that could freak people out.
0: That's right. So it's a room to vet um, things. It's a room to kick things around, uh, not physically, but but where you can um, uh, argue and postulate and yeah. uh, and kind of hypothesize without, you know, like, you could, you need to be able to go in there and go, you know, what if we just sold this whole thing, (laughs) you know? And folks go, well, you know, why should we do that? And you toss that around. Mm -hmm. But if Mary out at the front desk hears that, you know, uh uh-oh. That's not good. (laughs) So um, anyway, so a war room needs to be a safe place where you can do your best creative work, your best Mm -hmm. uh, verbal work, if you will. And do your some of your best thinking. Now, uh, it's also a place where people are bringing ideas into it, so that you can kick the ideas around and come up with uh, tactics for the day or week. Because how many uh, good ideas? Like to
1: get a good idea, Mm -hmm. how many ideas do you have to throw out there that are really bad? Twenty or more. Yeah, I mean, you just got to keep. Yeah, I,
0: uh, I I read something one time. Springsteen, I think he he has massive notebooks full of songs. And he ends up like, I think when he has a 10 song album, he has like 60 songs. Now, and Sting is the opposite of that. Sting's like, this is every song I got. I mean, he just puts it in? The, but they're all good. They're, they're all good. You know, they're very different. Uh, it's a very different approach. Uh, and I think they're But buddies. how did Sting get to that point, though? I mean. Not like, just accidentally. You, you know, know, you ever hear that saying, you know, uh, 18 years later, I became an overnight success? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Mastery is 10,000 hours, as mm-hmm. what's his name said. Right. I think it was Malcolm Gladwell or somebody. I think you're right. Wasn't it that guy? Yeah. Tipping point. I think mm-hmm. That one. Mm-hmm. so the war room needs to be a place where you physically can look on the walls and point to your basic tooling and and it's basic tooling does not live well in digital devices i mean it lives in a digital device just fine but you don't use it well mm-hmm. in a digital device you got to be able to look at it and one of the things that digital devices are bad at is creating big pictures because we only have a little have a little picture (laughs) just just like you know i got got this map on my phone it's like yeah what you have a little you have like two blocks on there good thing there's some audio with it telling me what to do because yeah so that's war room okay super uh simple um it's generally uh, about half my clients have figured out how to have some kind of war room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now that being said, let's talk about strategy. Uh so I have um I heard a quote I was I don't remember what I was listening to. It was an interview with Miles Davis. Oh. I don't remember so he was at he was at Juilliard. I think he taught at Juilliard or something. But anyway, I I somehow I'm thinking it was connected to Juilliard. Mm. Um, or maybe he was playing there or being interviewed there. But anyway, he said, um, and this is a quote of his, he said, one of the hardest things to do in the world of music is to sound like yourself. Yeah, I remember that. And So if you think about that, That's... you know, to have a unique sound, to yeah. say, this is me, mm-hmm. and to not shy away from who you are but just to be yourself, rather than parrot or mimic or postulate, if you will, and he and he, you know, he's like, "That's it. That's the toughest thing to do, is to have a sound." Now, that I'm I'm using that to set up strategy.
1: Yeah, but that, that's that's really deep. I'm like, yeah. what does it mean? to yeah.
0: Sound like yourself? There's a lot of implications it, there. Yeah. So one of the implications is, um, am I allowed to do that? (laughs) Sure. Am I allowed to sound like myself? Mm -hmm. Right? And that's something that actually people don't, that doesn't sit very well with folks. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like they're allowed to be unique. Now, I'm not saying unique in the sense of like, well, I don't have any kidneys, <laughs> you know. Like not that. Yeah, that's unique. Um, yeah. For a minute, uh, uh. but you know, you need them. I mean, you you know, you can get by with one, but two's great. So I'm not talking about unique in that way. I'm talking about unique in the sense that hey, I have a very particular thing to say, um, and it's, and I'm worth it. You know what mm-hmm. I have, and to stand confidently on that comfortably. And and so in a business, to start off by saying, we have something very important and very unique that we're going to do here. And it's us. Mm-hmm. This is our business mm-hmm. and this is our song, if you will. I use the metaphor all the time of music, producing music, you know, uh, being... A uh, Rick Rubin, if you will, Tom Petty's producer, a producer to right. to an artist, yeah. and I think that's really the business coach's job is to get the artist, the entrepreneur, to sing their song, mm-hmm. to say, "I see there's something unique in you, buddy, but that ain't it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know that's the same thing everybody else is putting out, mm-hmm. and you got something unique to do here, and you're not doing it. And it's high dollar. You know, when you do your thing, nobody else can do it. It's strategically different. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a unique approach. And so this quote is a great way to set up strategy. You say, okay, so my strategy is my unique proposition Mm -hmm. or my unique approach or my unique song. So um, we're going to, you know, in answering this strategy question there's there's really kind of two parts to this first is um asking or answering the question what business are you in you're in the business of what um so we can pick on your bookstore sure right yeah let's Uh, go for it and so you might say well i'm selling books Well, that's the obvious. And that's the obvious. Yeah, yeah, right. But. There's a whole lot of other stuff. There's stuff, and not just other products. Products, right. There's other things. But if you just sell books, well, you're no different than all the other people sell books. Right. Uh, So we were
1: talking about this earlier, off camera. hmm. And so when you dig a little deeper, our store's in an old Victorian house. Mm-hmm. So, what are we selling?
0: Yeah, more feel,
1: experience, mm-hmm. atmosphere, uh, vibe—a yeah, comfortable, homey place. Place. Mm-hmm. A place to go. Yeah. So you start to drill down there. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, it, there's a lot of stuff. And
0: you can't get there. that on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Right. So none of, none of this. You start to get a little mm-hmm. more strategic. We're like, mm-hmm. all right. Yep. Amazon sells books. We sell books, but. Well, that's actually not what we're selling. So the uh. question inside of that, what business are you in? I would ask it this way. Mm-hmm. What is it I sell? Yeah. that's So we're kind of going naturally to that yeah. question. Yeah. yeah. And so you would say, okay, well, we sell an experience. Mm-hmm. We sell a feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, where is it? Did I write it down? There's, um, I have it in my journal. Uh, I can't remember who said it. Something about... You've got to love. This is a Danny Myers quote. Um, yeah, I don't have it written down here. We, you know, you got you're selling people an experience. All, and then this is a Danny Myers quote. He's like, if you don't, if you don't realize you're making people feel a certain way, that's what we do in business. Mm-hmm. Then you're just gonna screw it up. You know, you're selling a feeling. Right. You're selling an emotion. It's an emotional experience. Uh, and so you have to kind of go, oh. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> Starbucks early on, this is their strategy. They're like, okay, we're selling this place that people come and sit down and go, I love being here. I love sitting here. I love thinking or working or meeting my friends or doing my homework or mm-hmm. working instead of at work. I'm working here, you know? And and they're like, yeah, cool. And you can come do that anytime you want. We know that you'll probably buy our coffee while you're here. Or, I don't like coffee. Okay, how about a smoothie? I don't like smoothie. Oh, okay, tea. frappuccino, A tea. That's right. A biscuit. Oh, uh, there's uh, an egg thing. You know, and an eggy thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like those it, little eggs it, it, in the little cups. A, little cake cup a cake on a stick. <laughs> That's right. Have, it's like a, a $6 egg cup. What's cake. with this cake pop thing? <laughs> oh, uh, like, I don't know. If I'm going to eat cake,
1: I, I want, want the well, whole cake. I want
0: like a whole piece of cake. Right. Give is, me the whole slice. Is, <laughs> what, if, what do you say? We is, just give them this little nugget, <laughs> a cakeette. That's that's just. I, f- yeah, I feel like lit. it's mean. It is mean. Well, it, it's not mean to the shareholders. <laughs> I am <mean, laughs> just saying, and it, they're doing it because people buy buy it. But the, but the point is that they're going. They're thinking. They're not thinking about the cake. They're thinking about how you feel. And they're literally setting the whole thing up around okay, now how are we going to make this guy feel this way so that he sticks around and buys our dumb cakes? Well, they're treating themselves. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. well, a and, little and that's why I'm rewarding myself for They're not putting racks yeah. of Reese's cups, uh, you know, and, and racks I would, of, of, of two-liter bottles of, you know, two-liter soda pop, three ninety nine, mm. or what? They're not doing that. That's that's mm. a convenience store or whatever. Mm. Um, they're selling something else. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, they're selling... They're selling convenience, you know, but... There is a part of that. Um, Yeah. So the first kind of question, big question to strategy is, what are you in the business of? Right. One. Uh, Second is, all right, well, what are the strategic pillars that are unique? What are your unique pillars that hold up this strategy Mm -hmm. of what you're in business of? I call them strategic fingerprints. Right. Right. For a reason, but you could say, uh, Hey, what are three unique things about your business? Or a handful. it doesn't have to be three. There's no magic number of three, but. Right. It's just a starting point. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be four or five, right. but you got to have something that, mm-hmm. Hey, these are the unique supporting pillars of what we're in the business of. Mm-hmm. Um, I call them strategic fingerprints because you want your competition. So <laughs> yeah, fingerprints are right. unique. It's, it's, They're DNA. Right. Right? So again, this is uniqueness. This is Miles yeah. Davis. Mm-hmm. How do you know? Look, there's this fingerprint. That's Miles Davis's fingerprint. It's no or, one else's. It's his sound, right? It's yeah. no one else's. So we've got to have that baked right into the tool mm-hmm. definition, which mm-hmm. is it's yours. Right. Fingerprints. Secondly, it's fingerprints because your competition can come by and go, "Oh, those guys were here. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you know? Look, they always leave these fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Like they do this thing every time. We can't figure out what they're and doing, but it's, we don't do that. It's magic. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, so convenience store, like, hey, can I just hang out here? No, we don't do that. Mm-mm. Oh, this isn't Starbucks? Like, no, this is 7 Eleven. You know, whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you're, this is weird. It's creeping us out. You're right. sitting down here in the soda pop aisle, you know? Uh, with your feet back and your headphones on, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like, dude, what are you, some sort of stalker or whatever? You're going to knock our store over? That's weird. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, you'd call the cops, right? But if you're in Starbucks, you're yeah. like, yeah, welcome. Sit here with everybody else. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, man. So imagine going to Starbucks and ordering a Pepsi. The, They'd what? be like, dude, you're in the wrong shop. We don't like, have that. That's not what we do. We don't have that. Yeah. So okay, so strategic fingerprints or what are? And I would ask, I would say ask, I would say what are three? Give me three. Um, So that's the that's the kind of the foundation. All right. Now, Michael Porter, I think I I think he said this. um, He kind of defines strategy as um, how an organization faced with competition will achieve superior performance so again taking your store Mm -hmm. we say okay so amazon's going all right the way we're going to achieve superior performance is you know supply chain volume um you know uh, volume discount blah 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 and and they've got this whole flywheel by the way the the jim collins flywheel book he talks about how he built a flywheel for Amazon right. in like 98 or 94 or Many 90 years something. ago, yeah. Yeah, and you see it right there. He's like, yeah, this is how this is going to work. And it did. Now, so how an organization faced with competition will achieve superior performance. So if we say, all right, Shane, what's your competition? What's your strategy here? Faced by the competition of Amazon, what's your strategy? like, oh, I'm going to have this place where people come and sit or have this great experience and they can feel the old books or feel the new books. And right, just, right. Like, There's both. Look, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, both. gifts. And, yeah, and talk with um, you know, the folks in the store. A real person. A real person, that's right. Or
1: yeah. other
0: customers. Right. Other cu- customers talk that's to right. each other a lot. And hold and compare books back and forth and the other thing, not be rushed out of there.
1: Maybe drink a cup of coffee. Part of a strategy of a small business especially like an independent bookstore is that they're way more flexible than a big organization to make Mm -hmm. decisions Mm -hmm. and change things on the fly.
0: Okay. Flexible. So
1: to be competitive.
0: Customize, maybe.
1: You can customize. You can Mm -hmm. literally make a decision and say, I'm going to change my price right now
0: to do this. Mm -hmm. Or, you know. Yep. Now that might be a bad way to make money. Uh,
1: sometimes, but the, the actual effect of it is that the customer really appreciates it Mm -hmm. and will be a return customer. Yeah. You want return customers.
0: Yeah. All right. So that would be part of your flywheel or say, we're going to do this thing, which is going to create this other thing Mm -hmm. and it's going to get them to come back. Right. All right. So we might not make any money on this sale, but when they come back for this sale, we make a hundred percent margin or something because they buy that one thing. That only you know, it's and more, we got it's them there. It's very
1: expensive of, to get a customer the first time. Mm-hmm. But repeat customers.
0: Yes. It's not as expensive. Yeah.
1: So yeah.
0: So that's Michael Porter. Okay, so he just kinda says that. Um, also you can you can say a good example of a strategic niche. And this is this is kind of uh, this is an explanation. I don't know if this is him or not. I don't think so. The one space that we will own. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna own this space. Mm-hmm. This is our space. Amazon's got that one. You know, eBay's got that one. You know, whoever's got that one. But we own this one. This is our space. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, that's a great kind of worksheet, a place to kind of operate in. Like, what space are we going to own? Okay. <clears throat> now, as far as strategic fingerprints, um, to talk about, and I, I'm going to use, I'm gonna, we'll give lodestones here in a minute. Um. And our, you know, so our kind of the business we're in, we're in the business, as far as niche or our strategy, we're in the business of guiding businesses to the land of awesome. Right. All right. Now so you might say, well, what about tools? And what about, okay. Yeah. Those are involved. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. can't guide somebody to the top or mon- er- Everest without a backpack. Right. But I'm not in the backpack business. Nope. I'm in the guiding business. If this backpack doesn't work, I'm going to get another one, right? a different one. Mm-hmm. If this one pinches you know, or doesn't fit enough stuff or whatever, yep. I'm throwing it out and getting another one. It's if not If this about backpack, the backpack is too small, we'll get a bigger one. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Or if I need right. more people to carry more stuff, okay, we'll get them. Why? Because we're in the business of guiding businesses to the land of awesome. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, we're not in the business of franchising tools. Mm-hmm. We're not in the business of marketing tools. We're not in the business of generating uh, virtual clients Mm -hmm. or creating an online Ponzi scheme or whatever. Mm -hmm. We're in the business of guiding businesses to the land of awesome. And that is very rich and specific. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, now that being said, we can start to say no. If a business is like, hey, we just want a set of tools. I want some orange tools. It's not a good fit, then. Like, ah, uh, no. I, can, I can't help you. I mean, I know the orange tools. Right. But right. I'm not going to play in that sandbox because mm-hmm. it's going to – I don't, I can't get you to the land of awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe somebody could. I don't know, but I can't. Uh, so, all right, so strategic fingerprints. Um, So, first of all, they're pillars. Second of all, they uh, are differentiating. Mm -hmm. they're differentiating capability or capacity so you say all right when we do it this way when we employ this thing it sets us apart from those guys Mm -hmm. um uh, every decision needs to support these strategic fingerprints Mm -hmm. so you might say i'll give lodestones here in a minute uh well so i'll give them now um you might as well yeah first (laughs) one is uh Um customization. All right. So which we were kind of talking about with the whole backpack thing. Yeah. I mean That's right. We well, and so that's one of the things we do differently. Mm-hmm. Customize. We make the stuff fit the client. We mm-hmm. we're willing, not only willing, mm-hmm. it's something that we do really well. And it sets us apart from other yeah. coaching firms, other modalities, whatever. All right. Mm-hmm. We're not we're agnostic to hard-edged, pre-baked, you know, so a lot of the systems out there are cake in a box. Okay, great. That's fine. And that's, you know, if you want to whip up a cake in a box for a birthday party for your three-year-old? Great. Okay, but you're not going to do that for your wedding, you know. You could, you might but... But You'd be a jerk right. hey honey to save a few bucks i got this duncan Hines.
1: <laughs> you know like betty cracker i thought you were a jerk
0: right you know i was like dude well, uh, it'd be tasty yeah you know i i wouldn't turn down cash. that's what fred sandward dude right. you know? <laughs> yeah so uh all right differentiating capability and every every decision supports it and every expense supports it so so customization is one another one for us? Another strategic fingerprint for Lodestone True North is what we call the coral reef, mm-hmm. and that's our building. Yep, our building is a game changer. We uh, we use this building, and it's my building. I mean, I own it. It's we run it. It's like it's like we got all the permission. You know? Yep. To do whatever we want here, including build a podcast studio. Which here we are. Know, who what Business Coach is building podcast studio? Da <laughs> So it's very different. And our clients come here and hang out. The mm-hmm. coral reef and the idea of the coral reef is very strategic. Is A coral reef is a substructure. You could say, so imagine, so I'm a, I dive sometimes, not much, but sometimes, the scuba. And in Florida, you go down 100 feet and there's this boat that sunk. Well guess what? There's all this life yeah. living on the boat. The boat is just a hunk of steel mm-hmm. laying on the bottom of the mm-hmm. water, of the of the surf uh, floor of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so this building, I think of it that way as this superstructure, this chunk of concrete just sitting here and all this life attaches to it and it's mm-hmm. a, a symbiotic um life systems feeding off each other and supporting one another and so a business owner comes here and gets like fed and feeds others there's Mm -hmm. like this there's this the transaction or or interchange symbiosis i guess is the right word uh just like on a coral reef so um that's a strategy like all right this is how this is going to work that's an answer one of the answers to that uh, and then the third one is epiphanies. You know, we're all about creating epiphanies. If we're not, if uh, uh, clients need, folks need to go. Oh, that's how we ought to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's our job is to create epiphanies. And if we're working with clients like I don't need any of that, like okay, I'm not gonna be able to help you. You know, somebody else out there can crank out some system, plug and play. All right, Bob, just dump your dump dump your, uh, dump your words in here and then go mm-hmm. do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to do that though. I'm going to create epiphanies. Okay, like, hey, Bob, here's why. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Epiphanies are costly, but, but the, the wise, wise find them at half price. price. Roger that. So those are our strategic fingerprints, and every expense supports those. Mm-hmm. So we. So now here's a litmus test. A good strategy. You, the sign that you have a good strategy. You're saying no. 19 out of 20 times. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe 9 out of 10, 4 out of 5, we, I don't know. But a bunch. It's a more than... You say no a bunch and yes a few. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So 80-20. And when so, we make decisions, we're looking right. at the flywheel. That's right. We're looking at Does this support... Is this going to help us guide businesses to the yeah. land of awesome? No. Okay, then let's not do it. Is this going to help us customize? Yes. Okay. Is this going to help us... Is this going to improve the coral reef? Is this going to bring more growth to the coral reef? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is this going to help us create epiphanies? Yes. Okay. Right? It's got to support. So every expense, every decision has to support it. Mm -hmm. So those are good litmus tests. All right. Now, Danny Meyer, uh, restaurateur, famous guy, got a book called uh, Setting the Table, I think. I have not read that yet. Uh, It's on my list in the queue. But a um, great book, by the way. We talked about it a few uh, in our early, I think, episode one and two or one and four or something like that. We mentioned it. We talked about Culture Code, Danny Coyle, Daniel Coyle. Yep. I'd love to get him in here, by the way. I think you can get on that. <laughs> Daniel Coyle, if you're out there, <laughs> want to talk to you. I so, think he's in Cleveland, isn't he? I think so. Oh, okay. Anybody out there know Daniel Coyle? Hook me up. Give us a call. Yeah, so Culture Code, fabulous book. He um, kind of ha- highlights, spotlights, highlights uh, a number of organizations, one of them being Danny Meyer and mm-hmm. his restauranting stuff. Yeah. So one of his, and these are some hacks from him. Danny Coyle is great at, or Meyer, Danny Meyer, is great at creating these simple little sayings and hacks to teach and reinforce and pound away on... Things like strategy Mm -hmm. and things like process, microprocess and all that. So name them, define them, stick stick them on the walls, create little goofy sayings about stuff. Um, Entropy is at play. So when you create something, right away it starts to erode Mm -hmm. and, and come apart. So when you go, oh, there's our strategy. All right, well, name it. And name it something silly so that... At least Danny Meyer does this, right? So the folks go, "Oh yeah, that one thing." Mm-hmm. They you remember know, it. It's dumb little names. It could it, be catchy. I guess, sticky. but they remember it. It's sticky. Yeah. And his, it's almost like the dumber they are, the easier <laughs> they are to remember. They're goofy. Yeah. They're really goofy. But, yeah. So um, one thing he and I, I'm just drawing off the, my memory. he's called it skunking. Yeah. You remember that? That's a good one. And it's That's like, good. and it's like when 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 somebody comes in and they have this like bad attitude. Mm-hmm it like gets on everything and and it doesn't go away. Yeah, and people are like, it, yeah, I notice that. Cool. We want to kind of we want to kind of isolate that and get them out of the restaurant. It's not Quick. do that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, um anyway. Uh now here are some and these are a little these could be a little controversial, okay? Here are some antithetical. Here's like this is the opposite of strategy, all right? Or antithetical to strategy. Here's how you know You may not have a strategy, okay, or that you're operating from something other than strategy. Uh, And some of this uh, came from uh, a big workshop I did with my Pinnacle buddies a few years ago, a year or two ago, I can't remember. Uh, But um, one antithetical idea to strategy is learning best practices from the competition, so, think about that. Mm. For a minute. Learning best mm. practices from the competition. So, you're just going to do what they do, but a little better. Well, that's a good idea. But it's probably not going to work. But it's, well, and it's, it's not a strategy. No. It's like, hey, the way it's... we're going to differentiate ourselves is we're going to do what they do, but better. Oh, well, okay. I mean, that's. That's tactical, or it, and it may be important. All right, I'm not not these things aren't unimportant. But it's not strategy. It's not a strategy. That's right. right. It strategy are kind of game changers. They're yeah. kind of you come along and you do this and you say, "Here's my strategy." Your competition is going to go, "What? Why are you doing that?" Mm-hmm. Right. That's mm-hmm. differentiating. That's different. Now, right. It uh, might be stupid. <laughs> you know, I'm not well. Just because it's different doesn't mean it's smart. Gotta, okay, gotta but, think
1: that stuff through.
0: Yeah. So these aren't. This is kind of broad brush in this. Okay, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So take this with a grain of salt. Secondly, a second antithetical antithetical ideas to strategy. Conferences. Going to a conference and learning about trends and incorporating what you learn. All right. That's not. That's not strategy. Now, is that a bad idea? Not really. It could be great. I mean, because you're tactical side, though. I mean, yeah. So it's, Yeah, Yeah. again, tactical, but it's not going to change your business. Mm -hmm. It is going to make it a little better, maybe. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's not going to disrupt and change and get you to be a category of one. That's Really, that's what a strategy is. This is Greg Cleary has Mm -hmm. said this Mm -hmm. many times. We're going to have him on here. Pinnacle, his book Pinnacle is out. Love it. We're going to interview him, talk about the book coming up soon. Yes. Okay uh conference of one that's not a conference but a conference category of one is not it's not something you get at a conference (laughs) hey i was at this conference and we're all in a category of one now like no dude that's not that's not it uh striving to be the best that's antithetical to strategy okay A great example, uh, these businesses that have totally disrupted, like Apple was a disruptor. They changed a bunch of stuff around. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, we're going to do this really different. And everybody's like, whoa, you can't do that. And they did. Right. All right. Now, other people did some things and failed. Well, this isn't talking about failure. Like if you fail, we'll try it again, you know, and again and again and again. And that's a huge deal. Like fail early and fail often. Yeah. It's a big deal. Tom Peters says that over mm-hmm. and over. Yeah. Okay, another thing is anath- antithetical benchmarking. Um, just kind of you know you know again just like hey here's what everybody's doing, let's uh, here's the industry standard, that's the benchmark. Let's hit that. You know such and such a profit or such and such a margin or such and such a work order time or whatever. Um, it, adopting industry KPIs. Is antithetical to strategy. Mm -hmm. Uh, A good example of this is the Zappos guy. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, hmm, everybody in the uh, call center help desk world, their goal is to get you off the phone as fast as possible. And they measure, they have all these KPIs around, Mm -hmm. okay, let's try to solve this problem in three minutes, two minutes, one minute, Mm -hmm. right? And, And he's like, wait a minute these are our clients. These are, these are people that are giving us money, you know? And he's like, I want them on the phone for a long time. Yeah. The longer, the better, which is like, what? You know, are you serious? And he was. Because that costs money. That's right. And he literally gave out awards to whoever had people on the phone, the longest, I think. And I think this was in culture code. I can't remember. I read that so long ago. Um, And I think it was like 11 hours or something. It was what? crazy. It was a crazy amount of time. Some dude, if I remember right, this person was lost uh, in Las Vegas or something. And they were like talking him through on the phone. And I don't know. I don't know how he's on the phone 11 hours or somebody. But he did it. Anyway. Uh, so industry KPIs is a good example. You know, continuous improvement. A great idea. To continuously improve. Mm-hmm. That's just not a strategy. Mm-mm. You should continuously improve, but that's not our strategy on how this business is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Right? We so should we're... continuously improve our podcast so or whatever. Tactics versus strategy. Yeah, that's right. It's still that's right. going back and forth. Mastery is, is a great idea mm-hmm. of, of, of our craft, but. The idea is to have our voice, mm-hmm. to have our own unique voice. Cool. That's our strategy. Mm-hmm. continues continuous improvement of that voice. Okay, that's good. There you go. But to say the way we're going to disrupt everything is just get better and better and better at it. Well, that's not really a strategy. So, all right. So that is a really simple kind of uh, discussion about strategy. We wanted to throw that out here. What episode are we on? Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. 013 013 Yeah. So I just want to say that today and throw that out. That's it. I think it's wrap, buddy. Is that a rap? Wow, that went yeah. really quick. Give us some music. It's, Give us some outro. It's so uh different
1: when we don't do a like a two-hour podcast. Mm-hmm. I've got something really different here. Okay. <laughs> hmm
0: Little Paul Simon, right? Yep.
1: down the street, he says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle of the rest of so my life? So get yourself some new riff. I need a photo
0: op. You can let that roll. I want yeah. a shot let go. Of See you next time.
1: wanna end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away, my well door. Mr. Beer Melly, beer Melly, get these mutts away from me, you know. I
0: don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you'll be my bodyguard